Bev's Video Kingdom is intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Bev's Video Kingdom is brought to you by 7-Minute SIGs. <laughs> you heard of this thing, 6-Minute SIGs? Well, this is going to blow that right out of the water. Listen to this. 7-Minute SIGs. <laughs> Think about it. You walk into a corner mart, you see 6-Minute SIGs sitting there. Then there's 7-Minute SIGs right beside them. Which one are you going to pick, man? Bingo, man. Bingo. Seven minute SIGs. And we guarantee just as good flavor as the six minute folk. If you're not happy with the first seven minutes of your SIG, we're going to send you the extra minute free. You see? That's it. That's our motto. That's where we're coming from. That's from A to B. Wait. What'd you say? What happens when you get uh, somebody releasing nine minute SIG? No. No. <laughs> no. No, not not nine. I said seven. <laughs> no one's coming up with nine. Who smokes for nine minutes? You'll blow up your heart like a mouse on a wheel. <laughs> Seven's the key number here. Think about it. Seven elevens, seven dwarves, seven, man. That's the number. Seven chipmunks twirling on a branch, eating lots of sunflowers on my uncle's ranch. You know that old children's tale from the sea? It's like you're dreaming about gorgonzola cheese when it's clearly brie time, baby. <laughs> Step into my office, because you're fucking fired. <laughs> Seven minute six. <laughs> oh, Brad. Did you guys coordinate oh, that beforehand? Guys, no, I just saw uh, it coming. <laughs> I, was just like, I was like, oh, God, I got to figure out magic. when to ask him. I, I thought he sent you a text. No, I know. No, he had a, you no. had your phone out, too. No. I was like, oh, did they coordinate this? No. They're best God, friends. What's up, Bev's fans? We're back, and we are talking about definitely, maybe, maybe, definitely, always be my maybe. That's what I definitely asked. Definitely talking about definitely maybe. We're definitely to, talking about definitely maybe. I okay. had to send a text like, are we are we doing always be my maybe? And then Brad's all, we're, we're doing definitely maybe, maybe. This definitely. is Bev's video kingdom? <laughs> <laughs> Anything you put on the screen, he will read. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we're doing definitely maybe this is Nate and this is my pick, uh, because I'm, I'm Mr. Uh, Ryan Reynolds and Mr. Romcom. So, uh, sing know, it proud. That is what I call you. I'm, I'm like, e- e- they're like, what's your friend Nate? Like, I'm like, he's like Mr. Ryan Reynolds <laughs> and just leaves it there, which works really well for me <laughs> until, until they find out that I just, cause I, I'm, I'm a huge Ryan Reynolds. Fan. <laughs> That's all it is. We, we just don't tell people that. Uh, so, uh, so we're doing definitely Mabel, the 2008 romantic comedy. Uh, it's one that I really like. Um, and, uh, it's starring Ryan Reynolds, but it's got a whole cast of really good, interesting, uh, actresses in it, including Rachel Weiss, Abigail Breslin, uh, Elizabeth or Emily bank, Elizabeth banks, Elizabeth, Elizabeth banks. banks. Sorry. And the daughter too. I love Isla Fisher. Yeah. That's, that's Abigail Breslin, Isla Fisher. Um, it's just, it's a it's a movie that you know it's far from perfect and we will have even i will have plenty of uh, nitpicks here tonight 
but I, there's something about it. And I, and I, I, one of the things I love about the pod is I've watched movies many times and come to really like have a relationship with the movie and like it or, or have particular feelings about it, but have them go completely unexamined. Right. Cause like, I'm not trying to be particularly critical about it unless I'm, you know, having to be talking to somebody about it in a deeper context. So I keep returning to these, these movies, uh, for the pod and, I am able to like try to put into words what I like about them. And, and what I like about this one, I realized, I think, is that it, it, it gives you that kind of romantic, you know, it gives you the romantic comedy feel, but it also mm-hmm. like introduces this, the, the complicated and sort of sad nature of love in a lot of different ways. Right. And so this one, and they're a little on the nose about it at times, but I think it, it does a good job of, of, you know, sort of, 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 putting you in the situation of lots of different like versions and iterations of romantic love and the, the fallout from that and the, and the, the complication of that and, and making you sort of ask, okay, well in that situation, like what would I do? How would I feel about that? And so, yeah, you know, it like has that a little bit of a, a predictable, uh, you know, arc and, and ending, but, but there's a lot of things in there that I think aren't in a lot of other rom-coms. So I love it, but I want to hear what my guys think. Cause I think a lot of, how many, how many had seen it before? I had not seen it. I saw, I saw the trailer like before it came out. <laughs> yeah, I saw that trailer, and it, and it kind of like intrigued me. But no, I didn't. I, didn't I don't think it. I even saw the trailer, y'all. Wait, Nick, you hadn't seen it? No. Wait, I didn't know, and any of you hadn't seen it. Oh, this could be a real shit show tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. <laughs> so, so did you think we had seen it? I thought someone said they really liked. It. Oh no, I know. Did, I, wait, Scott Scotch Beck's sitting in with us here. He said he said if, if we ask, he will answer. He's hanging hanging tonight. Scotch, you had seen it. Absolutely, I've seen it a few times. Actually, um, I really enjoy. And you this really movie. like it, yeah. yeah. So, I, I, so I, yeah, I think it was me when I, yeah. I saw you list it. I was like, I got excited. I, I, proje- like, I, I projected that shit to everybody. I thought all oh, everyone would say, okay, you guys haven't seen it. I'm, okay, I got to brace myself here. All right, so let's. So, so the movie came out in 2008. It grossed 55 million bucks. It's really successful. I think it's had some pretty decent staying power. It's often talked about in the like you know last 20 years best rom coms. So it's definitely uh, it's definitely one that we that that is well regarded among the rom-com community which is an important you know pretty tight tight group you know Nate how how close is this to love actually in your in your rom-com rankings like? so you know i i don't know so i so i i last did an actual official ranking of movies in 2004 it's been a while and so love actually was really high then and, and i and i love so, actually wasn't out then <laughs> Oh wait, no, I'm sorry. I was thinking definitely, definitely maybe. maybe, definitely maybe well, yeah. yeah. So, so this is this would be probably uh, among rom coms. It would be definitely in my top ten, but just among rom coms. Yeah, it, I don't think this one cracks like the top, even maybe top forty or fifty for like overall movies. Maybe not even top seventy. I don't know. Like, it, it doesn't. It, okay. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but I, I like it. Like I, I'm, not, I'm not. I don't want to over. You know. Like I, I'd have to think hard about this. I don't think. I don't think for me it's probably a love actually level. But I will say that love actually has fallen some. Not uh, not in small part because you guys are dicks. <laughs> All right. So, so I, let, I like love actually. Let's go right to it. What, what do you guys think? Nikki, what do you got? Looking at me. <clears throat> Nick's looking like he's like, he's. He, I thought he was chomping at the bit to say something. I'm looking at these guys too, because I'm excited to hear what they have to Nick's, say. Nick's ready to come on. He's ready to come, I'm, off, I'm not, come off the bench swinging. You know, there's just, there's a lot of good movies out there. You know? <laughs> and, uh, and then you got this movie. <laughs> I didn't know what to expect. I was, I like Ryan Reynolds. I don't hate him like Zach. I don't have just a deep hatred of all things Reynolds. But when you watch a movie like this, you start to understand. <laughs> You haven't even seen this. It, so this is one of the things I sat there watching and knowing that it was it was made, you know, pushing fifteen years ago. You know, no, you know, 
Do you like it because you watch it at a certain point, you know, early on, and then a rom-com like this, I just feel like when you see it in the moment, you like it, and then it's hard to not like it after that. Yeah, so, so just like I mean, that's a lot of movies. Of, there's some of that but, for me, but I will say that I've watched it a, a lot of times since. Like, I probably have seen this movie eight or nine times. So to me, there's just way too much going on. Ryan Reynolds' performance is very um, blah. He gets filed divorce papers. He has these, like, deep loves with three women, and at the end... I'm not buying that he's just, you know, heartbroken that this marriage has fallen apart um, after going through an entire movie of seeing these connections and the one they actually ends up with. Um, it's very vanilla, uh, the acting performance um, by him. I've seen him act a lot better. I mean, and, and that was something that I looked at in this movie. That I, I looked at him like a young Ryan Reynolds who's kind of cutting his teeth, you know, getting building his chops up a little bit. Because um, he, can, he can act. I think, I think Reynolds can act around that, that sense of humor. But um, I liked I liked the women that were selected. I liked the actors. I like Rachel Weisz. I do. I actually thought Isla Fisher did a pretty damn good job. Yeah. So I, for me, uh, yeah, it's tough between the two of them. But but Rachel Rachel Weisz and, and Isla Fisher's characters in these I, I like a lot. Both of them. In fact, certainly there's I would I would not even dispute the fact that the three women love interests are definitely outdo Ryan Reynolds by a mile in terms of the acting. And, and I think yeah. frankly they're all three higher caliber actresses right i mean if yeah you just, at that time at, at that time i yeah. mean they were still they were still young but they I mean, were yeah, still young but they they outdid they've them and all then, done really great stuff the, yeah. the, the other thing that i could connect with is definitely the angst of your 20s like if you're dating in your 20s you know and you know into your early 30s um as i was i could definitely connect with the getting out of college the wondering what the hell i'm going to do with my life in 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 addition to um you know if this is this relationship going to work is it not going to work so I definitely, you know, found myself connecting with that and thinking back to those years um, and getting through your 20s, which can be friggin', which can be crazy and kind of feel like rough, fun in a lot of ways. And you're kind of raging and partying, but there's a lot of stuff to kind of get through. So I definitely dug that, you know, that side of it and connected with that. So that's me. <laughs> Zach. So, so, so Ryan Reynolds. So I kind of have a different take than Nick because I hate Ryan Reynolds. And I think that most of his <laughs> stuff is like really hacky and over the top to me and just really like cartoony and the way that he goes. I mean, he's a handsome man with great abs, but besides that, I don't think he's a great actor. We didn't see abs in this movie either. No, nope, he never takes his shirt off. That's in my body bag. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying is three. Oh, so, so, so Ryan Reynolds, he is kind of tries to play this real straight or like he hasn't really developed into that weird like Deadpool like super snarky dude yet so I almost I kind of like him better in this than I do in some stuff that he does later on and and I know that's that's probably the opposite of a lot of people's opinions but that's fine with me he's definitely understated in it right like right. I mean I see what you're getting at kind of a straight there, man. there are little bits of that like kind of Ryan Reynolds like you know sort of sarcasm moments but he does does that way less and way more dialed dial back and th there are some moments in this where i think that there's some transitional points that are not great but there are also a little bit quieter moments where like i i, I buy what he's doing and it's understated right right it's inconsistent but but it's not absent so he runs into he gets three uh manic pixie dream girls in in this basically uh, I don't know if you really count Elizabeth Banks as that, but the other two for sure. Like they're just like bubbly and just like the most like always positive and they always make him feel good about himself. And it's like they're the, they're the classic manic pixie dream girls. 
you know, I just, at the beginning, like, I agree with what Nick said. There's a lot going on. It's a little, I don't think you, that's a story you ever tell to your kid. I mean, maybe. Yeah, so this is, I, Court, <laughs> I, got I, I watched my body, I watched it with Court, and she just, like, was incensed this time around yeah. by this. She's just like, you're never going to tell your kid that, you know, you read your her mom's diary and that, like, she had this, like, tryst with and this other And that she slept exactly. with that roommate? Yeah. <laughs> Are you yeah. fucking kidding me? Okay, we can move. We can wait. <laughs> oh, I, I also without hate that. scruples. So yeah, so 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 that that part was a little off for me. But although I love the daughter and I thought the daughter was great, and at one point the daughter tells the he says, "Okay, I'm going to tell you a story," and uh, the daughter has to take like five minutes to get her pillows and totally. animals ready, and I'm just like, "I do I do this every <laughs> freaking night." She's like, "Got to get settled in, get her hair all fluffed out," and then she's like, "Okay, daddy." Read me 12 little monkeys jumping on the bed. <laughs> but, uh, Tell me about 12 monkeys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dude, I don't even think I understand that movie enough to tell, uh, to tell my daughter about it. Anyways, uh, definitely maybe. I, I actually uh, guessed wrong. So I thought, I told my wife about halfway through, I was like, the daughter's obviously a redhead. So obviously the mom is the redhead. And then she's like, she is not a redhead. And then it came back to her and I was like, oh, you're right. She's totally not. So I, I, I guessed wrong because I thought he was going to end up with uh, with Isla Fisher. I mean, I guess he did in the very end. But yeah. um, I don't know. I liked the end. I liked some of the stuff. I'm not a big – there's some stuff for my body bag that I'll talk about later. But what do you think, Brad? Yeah, so this movie, <laughs> I wanted to enjoy it. Ryan Reynolds, I don't feel like maybe it's the situation where you get into your first kind of like serious role. I mean, not that this is a serious role, but it's like, okay, he was Van Wilder previously and now he's like leading man in like kind of romantic comedy. And maybe he didn't want to be like, he's just, I'm just going to do this straight and narrow so I can get more jobs later. <clears throat> but like, I don't know. He just, you don't get his personality. And that, that bothers me that I just feel like his personality does not get to shine through at all in this movie. That's why I kind of like it. I know, which is opposite. When you said it, I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm one terrible. of those people that I wish he had a little bit more <laughs> more to do. But my biggest problem, though, so he, his daughter's 10 years old, right? Is that what they say, 10 years? 10 years old? It's young. Yeah-ish. Okay, so he spent 10 years with Elizabeth Banks, and this is supposed to be like a cool moment when he gets back with her and stuff. But basically, he's telling his daughter about how <laughs> I don't really care about your mom. She's kind of a shitty person, and, and I, I, I never really liked her. These other two chicks are banging, and they're wild. <laughs> And I really like them. Yeah. But your mom, I mean, fuck. But yeah, we got together. We had a kid. But and the I was like, I wish he would have gotten with, you know, Isla Fisher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he's she stoked when he mom. does. And like, he's, what does he say, Brad? He's like, uh, the, the, he's like telling the daughter like, oh yeah. And then right before I was about to propose to your mom, I freaking kissed, I kissed this uh, other girl. And then the next day when I was going to propose to your mom, she told me she had sex with another guy. <laughs> yeah. And that How does never that gets conversation brought up again? go? He's the problems. he's the slut. That's, oh, that's a, okay. We might need to cut that. No, no, that's, <laughs> oh, no. It's just it's no. it's a weird situation in which like I'm like I don't really get no. the point. And and I love the and and I, I'll get this into Shag's night body bag. But I love one of the I mean the, the the whole plot device. But the execution was just trash. And and I, by the end of this movie, I was just like whatever. I asked my kids like who do you think it is, and they're like meh. <laughs> <laughs> honestly honestly i thought the end i thought the end worked and i was like i was like ah oh, i feel like but the, the counting at the end i didn't like what'd you think about that the what when, <laughs> they counted, when they counted, counted 30, 30 and then they like, walk away and then she comes running down yeah that you know, knew she was coming bro i mean there's well, no that, one that thought she was coming but that's the recipe right like i mean this is so so some of this right like you know we we haven't done a ton of rom-coms on this and by far i'm the one that likes these the most 
And I think one of the things you do when you come into a movie like this is like you accept that that's going to happen. They're right? going like, to end up together. If this is the well, they're going to be together, and they're going to have something, you know, that is going to be. I don't know. It's going to be a big conflict. Obvious, unrealistic, you know, like something something that's going to be like feel a little contrived to to resolve it, right? Because they want to resolve it in a way that like feels good. And so I think there are times when there's a movie like this that throws you a little bit of curveball and you give it extra points for doing something a little bit different. I'm not denying that there are movies that can do it better, but I think like it's a little bit like a criticism of the genre more than it is a criticism of this movie. Right. I mean, you know, they're just, you're, you get into a movie like this, that's that, that, that kind of ending's going to happen. Right. Like, or something, something that's not that much better than that in terms right. of it being like, you know, more unexpected. Yeah. And so for me, it's, it's really like, you know, I look at this and I say there, are, there's a formula for a lot of these kinds of movies that even though, again, like I think that there's an execution issue with parts of it, and maybe maybe most of all the fact that they use the device to be this like 10 year old girl who's hearing this terrible story you know but but the but the fact that like he's sort of use again he's you know that he's he's talking about these different relationships that he's had and and to me right like the relationships are more i i know i see i get the focus right on the fact that like he's revealing the fact that these these women are you know great in all these ways and make him feel really good but there's also like complications with each one of them that are different and right. And so for me, like, you know, especially the Rachel Weiss character, like I really like the dynamic where like, and I didn't catch it maybe super well until the, this last time, but she's like obviously in love with the professor. And he's like, you know, she was in love with, she said, I think the daughter says, well, she was in love with the professor the whole time, which, you know, she's never going to pick up and say, but it's an interesting thing to notice. Right. For me, it was like a, as a part of the story. I see what you're saying with this movie. It's like the, the Olympics are about to come up. So figure skating, uh, the person that tries to do like the four spins and maybe when they try to land right. it, they kind of stumble a little bit. It's like they tried that four spin. So you give them some credit that they tried to spin four times. Even if you do the three spin and land it perfect, it may not be worth as much as the imperfect four spin. Right. right? And so it's yeah. like this one tried to do something a little bit different and, and they definitely get props for that. But the execution, I mean, they didn't land it for sure. Like I just felt like it was just kind of like a, just kind of a blah movie. Like there was just nothing that – really stood out to me too much oh man yeah i did i, I, I really disagree with that <laughs> <laughs> and, and scott okay well scotch give me give me your give me your your take on this you you like this i just came here to drink and listen to how much zach hates ryan reynolds <laughs> and i was actually kind of disappointed because he didn't come in as hot as i thought he was going oh to. no i thought he was i thought he was kind of like tolerable I, I i took joy this week knowing that you picked this movie <clears throat> just despite him um so i'm a little bit you know, pick literally any other Ryan Reynolds movie. Um, and I will hate it. I, you know, I've seen this movie a few times. It's one of those movies that kind of just comes on. And I think I've actually only seen it once from start to finish, maybe. And I know I've seen, I've come in in different parts many, many times. And I think what it is is, see, I love Ryan Reynolds. I just think something about something about him makes me feel good. He's, I, I love his personality. Personally, his humor works for me. So to me. Watching a movie like this with him in it, even though he's not doing a whole hell of a lot, it, it's like a warm blanket on a rainy day. You seem like such a smart good. guy, too, Scott. I know. I know. <laughs> but, you know, and then, you know, you, you got these amazing actresses that are in it. You know, Isla Fisher, Ryan Reynolds is a warm blanket. She's the popcorn, you know, and then Elizabeth Banks is the bonbons and Rachel Weiss is fucking black hot tea or something. And yeah. I don't know, it just it's just one of those movies that you just sit there and I don't overthink it and... You guys, you know, it's your job to overthink it, and um, I don't blame you, but uh, you're wrong. We get paid. We get paid to overthink it. <laughs> okay, so hear me out on this. This is my big thing about this movie, right? 
So should we get the director in here so we can just say it to his face? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's, okay. Let's, let's, right. let's do, do that. Let's do All it. Right. All right. So uh, <laughs> drinking with the director is brought to us by Last Call, and uh, we we travel back in time here because we're recording this prior to the uh, prior to the the beer release, which is supposed to be Saturday. Assuming there's no bomb threat, I'm so confused. The timeline is just spinning around <laughs> my head. Uh, but you're listening to it afterwards, so hopefully you were all there. Well, uh, I have a premonition that Scotch Beck is going to be naked jumping through a table. So that's oh my premonition. My we'll see if that, oh my God. Did that happen? See, uh, hopefully that happened. It totally happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So uh so 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 we don't know how it went, but we're we're pretty excited about it coming up right now. This reminds me of you guys ever watched that show Pete and Pete on Nickelodeon? I remember uh, it's Redhead the Kids. So yeah. they have an, so they have an episode of that where they t- go to time travel and they all, they talk about it the whole episode how about they're going to time travel and it ends up being it's just daylight savings time and every year at daylight savings time at uh, when the clock springs back they get to live the same hour twice and so they like i don't know anyways well i just have scotch beck naked in my head like all the time <laughs> i mean maybe it's not even a premonition maybe it's just me just normal thinking so i, I guess i guess that's what it is i'm Welcome just thinking like club. at daylight savings time i just want to uh, get scotch beck naked and then we'll just like run the clock back and then just live that same that's hour that's the again. tenant i want to watch <laughs> <laughs> get nolan on the phone <laughs> Uh, all right, so we're drinking with the director. Uh, it's last call. This is our last call drinking with the director section. What are you all drinking? Brad, what are you drinking? Uh, dying breed. <laughs> <laughs> we're all, we're all so drinking we, the same. So unfortunately, we're all drinking dying breed. We still love all of our last call uh, brewing beers, but this is pretty fucking good. But I, I want to make a comment. only because be- we're tapped out here. Yeah, at, we just at, don't have any Nate's last complex. call beers yet. Yeah. We, I, I want to make a comment, though, because uh, in, our, in our bonus pod that we put out this last Wednesday, uh, Jake Stevens was on talking about, and he made it a point to talk about the fact that, you know what, these breweries in Oakdale, they kind of have like a it's like it's like a, a community where they're all looking out for each other. I mean, he advertised both of me said, "Hey, you come to Oakdale, you've got Dying Breed uh, uh, with their spot with the great music uh, stage and all that stuff. You've got uh, uh, Grains of Virtue." So uh, we always want to promote all those local beers. I mean, we're we're drinking Blaker sometimes. We're drinking Dust Bowl. Like the just supporting the local beer scene in the valley. That's what we're all about. So we are drinking Dying Breed right now. Uh, it's called Made in the IPA. Uh, I've had it before on the pod. It's a delicious West Coast IPA. It is good, and it's, it's got, really good. It's got like a what is that? A yak? A yak. Uh, this is a, uh, a Highland uh, 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 Highland Buffalo steer. I there's think like some sort of bovine animal with a hat on the front of it. That's fucking. It's a really cow. Cool it's a it's a Highland cow. Is I think is what it, what it's actually called. So. It's a long haired cow. It's got dreadlocks. It's American very, flag in the background. It's, it's on lots of their cans and very, in some very funny, clever ways. And and it's uh, yeah, it's their official logo. So Dying Breed makes some great brews. Uh, they also have some great music scene. Um, so after you go to Last Call, head over to Dying Breed and get one of their beers too. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. oh yeah. If you're if you're stop by Dying Breed early and then head over to Last Call. So I mean, uh, uh, just make sure you make it. Hit, hit them all. Wait, wait. Why are we trying to promote that? <laughs> yeah. No, just tell them to walk, Brad. Tell them to walk in the no. middle of the road. Still, have a drink at like two or three and head over. Yeah. You know, hit, hit them the both call. up. Yeah, don't don't walk. It's it's a dying breed. Walk. Opens at eight in the morning. Just go down there, pound a beer, <laughs> go to work for a half an hour. It's so you don't feel it's good. It's Tuesday. Yeah. Head over there at four. <laughs> I was thinking we were promoting the event again. It's like, no, we've already done that. No, we can't promote Time it anymore. Is a it's already happening. So no what longer promoting it. Yeah. Uh, BVK. But, but you know what? You probably can still get your hands on some BVK IPA. Yeah. Uh, if you want to head out to Last Call, they definitely have some cans left. I maybe. Think. Maybe we sold out. Yeah, don't Could you remember the other all. night we sold out? Yeah, you remember I, I, that? I, I when don't, that happened? I don't, I don't remember. I've, I, I've lost my short-term memory. Uh, some anonymous benefactor came in and said, I want all of them. 
All right. Oh shit! So how sick would that be? <laughs> <laughs> Let's do that. Even if we can't do it, just like go in and like pretend like you're gonna do it. <laughs> just be like, "Can I use the bathroom before I pay for all of the beer?" And then just take off. <laughs> all right. So we're gonna talk to. We're drinking with Adam Brooks, uh, and Adam Brooks is not what I would call a particularly well-known uh, director. <laughs> so he. <laughs> He's directed shallow IMDb. He has shallow, eight, shallow. eight it listed eight things, uh, movies that mostly I haven't seen a few of them. But he wrote this too, right? He wrote this. Too. Okay, he so he has it. a little better writing credits, but he has like a bunch of episodes of, uh, or a couple episodes of Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce, a few of uh, Mozart in the Jungle, some imposters, so some TV stuff. But this is the only movie that I would say is like particularly notable that, that he's directed. So, so can we ask him first? Like, did you write? anything for how i met your mother because that's basically what this movie is right <laughs> oh man i mean i think how i met your mother is both better and worse and i i've never watched ways. it it's a really funny show good. but it, it is it is really funny but but it's not uh yeah the, the ending might might be worse i thought ryan reynolds was in it and then it, he was not he was in like yeah. two guys in a pizza place or something like that you know that show? Okay. Was he? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Okay, so he wrote French Kiss, which is a kind of a, like a, a classic old uh, old one with Kevin Klein. Uh, he wrote this one, definitely, definitely maybe. Uh, he wrote Practical Magic, Wimbledon, which is kind of a fun little rom com. So he he has a few others, but he's definitely not somebody that's like burning it up. Um, so I want to we we should pick his brain a little bit. Try to be nice. When I when I looked at the IMDb in the the immortal words of Nate Diaz, I said, "I'm not surprised, motherfucker," because <laughs> it was short and uh, I, I just didn't see like enough clever. The, the plot device was clever, but just the actual movie itself didn't do it for me. I already mentioned that. But my question to him, and, and I guess I'm gonna be a little mean, how does it feel to be carried by a cute plot and decent acting? Because I I think that's all it had going for it: a cute plot. Decent acting, cold dude. And That's other tough, than that, man. just the movies, just there's no magic to it. It's just never like I, I want a good soundtrack. I want something that's like, like that's that's making me feel some moments. And just nothing ever really. It was every time he was with the daughter, I kind of enjoyed it. But then when we would go back to his reality, it was just like I don't know. It's oh yeah, we brought Bill Clinton into it. Oh cool, we've got these three different women that all have got their own little quirks. Oh cool, I don't know. This guy loves Bill Clinton so much, he doesn't know who Nirvana is. <laughs> yeah, the Nirvana. Yeah, what the fuck is that? The, Nirvana, the Nirvana thing, I thought, was was poorly played. Is he, are they saying that she's so cool she knows about Nirvana way before everybody else? Because they're listening to fucking Nevermind. It's not like... Nevermind came out in 91. This is the spring of 92, because it's the primary season. And yeah, he, so, so and he has not good. heard it ever. <laughs> I mean, he's never heard the song. He loves Bill Clinton that much. I mean, I don't, yeah, I, I, I'm trying to remember how quickly though that like it burned it up. I mean, didn't was I, I know it was quick, but he's I mean, an early Sarah McLaughlin fan. <laughs> The early, the early Look, work. Uh, so, so here I, I got a couple of questions then to as a slight retort, Brad. So, the two, it, so you you didn't like the 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 book, the book piece. So like that that's one of the things that I consistently like if I'm if I'm. Oh, I thought you throw, meant there was a book. This was the book. A, the adapted you did, from. You didn't read came from definitely a book. maybe the book. <laughs> um, so you didn't like the sort of like. So for me, that might be my favorite piece of the of the like plot. That might be part of the plot device. It, it made me hate him when I realized how long he had been holding on to that book. Because if she got into an accident or anything like that, like, mm -hmm. and she never got to see oh, the God. fact that she had that. that the he, only reason was I never that, even that the, boyfriend, the boyfriend showed up, he was living with him, but like the importance of that book and he just 
I thought he was going to leave it. I was like, leave the book yeah. on the fucking coffee table. <laughs> yeah. You and pussy. just let that be like her, like, yes. oh, and she just has to react. Yeah. That makes the movie leave it. A, a bunch better. So this is exactly you what I was going to You guys get married. You marry the right person <laughs> if you leave it there. She comes running to you. Yes. So yeah. this is exactly what I was going to bring up. So he doesn't think that book's going to trump douchey fucking long-haired dude That's upstairs. What I'm saying. Then he leaves, takes it with him so that, and this is what I was going to ask the director about earlier. You're going to take that with you and save it until it fucking can serve you. It's not right. about giving right. her that, an awesome gift. That's it's about him getting something from yes. it. And he's telling the daughter, oh, yeah, and I hung on to this thing the whole time while I was married to your to your mom. Because it was Just in her. case it was part I of her. get to bone the redhead again. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> if he never gets divorced, does he, uh, Does he? if he doesn't get served papers, he never does he gives ever give her the book? book? No, because he's a dickhead. Because <laughs> it doesn't serve him to give her the book. He was only trying to get the book. To bone when he's like let's, 75. Let's all look at Nate real quick. Is he, and is Elizabeth it, Banks. looks crushed? Uh, you know, I never thought of it quite that way. <laughs> I, so, so, I, so, so, I, so I get, the, I get, I get that comment, and I think that's sort of right. If he was getting her the book for anything other than to bone her, he gives her the book right there when he goes to the apartment and he found it. But he takes it with him because he's like, "Oh, she's got a boyfriend. I don't think I might not be able to bone her with my book that I got her. So, okay. so I'm going to hang on to it for 15 years." So he ha- he has a response, right? Now we not might not buy it, but his response is like, "I held on to it because of like I was trying to hold on to you, and I you know I wasn't really like." Con- about this, it's so her I, dead dad's still, book. Still, hundred oh percent. So I, I totally agree. I'm not saying it's not selfish. I think maybe my my perspective on this though is like, like lots of people do things that are selfish. Like, and they don't. Then they don't do them because they're like terrible people. Just people kind of do things, right? Like, I, I guess, I guess a lot of times I see things like this in movies, and I'm like, yeah, like it's not the way that we would all want to like act if we could like look at it from the outside looking in and be like, Oh, you know, the perfect principled person would do this thing and that thing looking at it. But like people are wrapped up in like emotions and not clear thinking and, and, and a lot of different things going on. And I'm not saying like that excuses it. Neither, nor am I saying like it, it, it justifies it. I guess I'm just saying like, for me, a lot of times things that people do that are sort of shitty, come across to me as things that people do because they're real like they're they're really what people do sometimes and and they get glossed over in rom-coms and i'll give you that and i'll i will give adam brooks credit for at least letting isla fisher exactly pissed and sad about the fact and be like fuck you you need to leave at least they didn't let him immediately get her back right she had her moment you realize it was a big deal to her but like any rom-com they would have glossed over and a lot of them would have taken the approach like oh my god you got me the book it's my dad's exactly now i love you have a baby yeah but bro She's still been looking for like the past 10 oh, yeah, no. or 11 or 12 yeah. years. So how many well, years? It's 10 years from the last time he was going to drop the book up. It's exactly at least 10 years point. since then. She's still been looking like feverishly for this book, dude. And she's like, <laughs> oh, you had it the whole time? And it's not like the bullshit answer is I wanted to keep a piece of you because yeah. it was in a box still wrapped. It's not like he had it out it was and was like, like snuggling it. it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. No, and I definitely was struck this time by the point that it had been that long. Like, I don't think I had thought very hard about that in previous watches. And I was like, whoa, this is a really that is a really long time to because I asked I was like why would she really be that mad and but I was like had it in my head that it was like two years or something I, I didn't write an oh, alternate like ending 12. like this but but I mean there's an alternate ending where he goes and finds out that oh no she burned up in a fire and he's like oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's how book. she goes bro <laughs> he's got a book and she he's just like oh shit what do I do her hair started now? a fire I guess she'll never know <laughs> I'll give it to her secretary. <laughs> 
Who do you guys like better, the brunette with horn room glasses or uh, Isla Fisher in this movie? Oh, I know, and I mean just like the character, not like best looking. I'm saying just like as I like far Isla as Fisher the, more. Right, me too. Yeah, yeah I, I think I do too, although... Because yeah, they're both I don't great. Know. Rachel yeah. Weiss keeps Weiss. going back to the professor who cheats on him with sophomores. But she's got I this she's got this old like kind of like holistic look at, at, she does. at the world and, yeah. and, and the way she kind of operates. I mean I, I like the way that yeah, I, I I like Rachel Weiss's character too though. I, so and, and and since we're there, right, like actually my moment this time around where I was like, this is fucking makes no sense and is a t- is is actually exactly not the right way that someone should react was the fact that he like gives her the ultimatum when she brings the story. And he's oh, like, yeah, oh, that, yeah his, I agree. His Don't reaction, release his reaction was like, he, cause he says like, and he really did this. And she's like, yeah, it's like uncontrovertible. And he buys that. And then he's like, you can't do this. And I was like, and then she like, this is totally it. fucking unethical. Like you're supposed to be this ethical right. dude. And yeah. like, you should be like, I'm going to resign from the campaign mm-hmm. because you know what? He throws his noodles at the TV I when totally Bill Clinton agree. was cheating. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it, exactly. It's not only that it's, it's not only even from, it's, it's a character inconsistency. Like it doesn't fit with any other thing. It does he, though, because exactly the same thing about not giving her the book. He wasn't yeah. going to get anything out of it's it. He doesn't thing. want her to write the story because he's not going to yeah, get anything out 100%. of it. Yeah. That yeah. might be You know true. what I'm saying? He's yeah. just yeah. super selfish. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you, Nate. That's another part that I, I noticed too with but that I, moment. And she and, and then like they're they pile on like I thought for a moment, like maybe okay, well, we'll be allowed to just believe that he was kind of acting like a douche. But then like multiple people, like the daughter is like, Well, you know, she was like she f- screwed you over. And I was like, the daughter would think that? Like and then and then and then you know, like so And Rachel Weiss later says like, says, like oh, I, I, I messed up. up. And yeah. I'm like Dude, no. she should be like, fuck you. Like, I'm doing yeah. my job here. You know, like, and the other part, oh, and then the, the friend is like, you really messed up, dude, which is like a terrible scene. But oh, I'm also, that's like, so his, weird. His I'm business like, partner or whatever? Yeah, that's I'm like, so I'm like weird. your friend is mad at you because you had a girlfriend who was a reporter. And it wasn't like he gave special access that we never, we never get the impression that like he leaked something. She found this story totally separately. So I don't know, that whole part of it. I, this time around, especially, but I think it bothered me in previous watches. But this time, more than that, I was like, "Oh, this is no. Th- this would not be the way anyone interpreted this." How, how about when he looks totally normal and she's like, "Look at you, you're a mess." Like, <laughs> how dare his, you? His tie, his tie is untied. It's like slightly untied and askew, and she's like, "Look at you, look at your life." He's like, "Fuck, I live in the same apartment. Like, I don't know what you want me to do." Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was intense. Gotta love the presence of cigarettes in this. Can we talk about oh, cigarettes? Yeah. That, that made that, that actually that it's been a long time to see cigarettes so heavily. And that's a late in a movie. This is a late cigarette movie because it's two thousand six. Yeah. What is it? Eight. Eight. Two thousand. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's a super late cigarette movie. And mm-hmm. I actually do think that like a really great early scene is this the the smoking bet where they stand outside and kind of have a conversation while they're smoking and like that works. For and me. Isla Fisher's <laughs> correct. The first time he yeah. went in to buy cigarettes, I'm like, no, he's buying cigarettes for someone else. Reynolds doesn't smoke cigarettes. No. Not with, not I don't want to see like this. <laughs> Just ruined, uh-uh. ruined all your Ryan Reynolds. All my thoughts, yeah. Thoughts. All my Reynolds thoughts. Um, so what else? What do you guys want to? What are you guys going to pick on the director about now? So Adam's still here. He's, Is there more? He's still he here. Didn't, he didn't walk out crying. He hasn't Hanging left out yet. by the he's, fire. He's kind of backing away slowly, but he's still in the room. I there's 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 some stuff, and and, and a lot of it has to do with what I think is like kind of a boring character almost uh from reynolds uh, not that he's acting he's bad like i was talking about earlier i think he's fine but i don't know it's uh it's a little it's a little weird everything's everything's just a little off i just wish because at the heart of it is the relationship between the father and daughter and it just because maybe it's because of reynolds shtick 
and and his like personality, it always stays a little like too light. And then they try and make it serious at the end, and they make him have this moment when not enough of the serious moments have you know have, have happened throughout the movie between him and his daughter. Like at the end is when the tears come. But if it's really supposed to be this connection of him and his daughter, you know that they kind of like jam that you know, kind of they ram it home at the end. And I wish they, I wonder why he didn't do more of it because that's at the heart of it. That's why they don't, I feel like that's why he doesn't spend so much time showing like the emotion between him and Elizabeth Banks. Cause they just kind of, they show them talking off to the side, you know, about you were guessing it's about the divorce or whatever. And neither of them are as overly emotional after just going through this entire movie of seeing this love story between the two of them and, and the other women. And then, um, you know, and then you're waiting for the moment between him and the daughter, but you haven't seen it at all, that emotion through the entire movie. So if you're going to make it serious between him and the daughter, make it serious. Or if you're going to make it kind of lovey-dovey, um, then then do it all the way and make it more about him and Elizabeth Banks. I feel like it's one or the other. My, my wife's comment on this was, does he just propose to every girl he ever meets? Just- yeah. That's another thing, too. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of rings. I don't I don't appreciate the, like, I haven't seen this woman in however many years, and the first time I go meet her, I'm going to bring my daughter. Like, that's a weird part, too. Like, just introducing your kid to uh, potential uh, suitors. Super, like, they try the and make Abigail Breslin is- seem, like, extra mature, mature for her age. And so, I mean, they probably make you feel like she can kind of put him in that situation and like play that. And he's just going to like roll with it. That's, I like Abigail Breslin. And I mean, this was, I don't know when Little Miss Sunshine was made. I think it's right. Before it's close. Yeah. Yeah. She was definitely younger than here, right? I mean, doesn't, yeah. doesn't uh, Isla Fisher just be like, it's kind of creepy. Like, wait, this dude just shows up at my door with his daughter. Like, I haven't seen him for this long. And it's like, he's got his 10-year-old daughter with him. Like, what the fuck is going on here? This is... Yeah, I mean, I, yes and no, though. Like, if you if you believe that he, that she, for him, for her, she's he's like the one that kind of got away, too. Ten years, you know. People go over decades. I mean, you know, to, to not talk to somebody for ten years and then, but the, you've been thinking about them, you've been kind of feeling like they were the person and you, they, they've not, not gone, like, you might be pretty psyched, right, if that was somebody that you thought got away. I mean, yeah, I, 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 I don't sure. think your ex-wife, who you have seem to have a decent relationship with, is going to be too stoked about that. Like, yeah, well, yeah but you so, can't so think I agree, about that. But I agree with that. But I mean, yes, yeah, but he probably doesn't care, or to, on some level, and B, like, well, he definitely doesn't care about Elizabeth Banks. That's well, established throughout the movie. But I'm saying, like, this is again, like, I guess I'd say, a lot of times I look at this and I go, yeah, like, if if you want to like give somebody a playbook for how they should behave all the time, then yeah, we might say we, we wouldn't. But people do this. I mean, someone would do that, right? Like, and 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 I I wouldn't like look at somebody that did that and say, well, I, you know, you're just like beyond repair. Like, you're a terrible person. You know, you, you make a weird choice. Yeah. You know, like so I I think that there, if I was going to go down that road, what I would say is, I don't think the director's making the choices to make the character complicated. It's a little bit that these these sort of choices that are a little questionable. You probably the critique for me is that like they're just kind of careless. They're not like I'm gonna I'm gonna put the person I'm gonna make the person a little more real at the expense of making them likable. Um, but I but I but I do but I kind of often see those things and I, especially as I get older, like I watch movies even the ones that sometimes make people carelessly do things that I I think are you know either shitty or just sort of weird. And I'm like, yeah, but like, you know, the more the longer I live, man, the more people see, see people do weird and shitty things that I like. The people that I like, people that I that I know, people that I think used to be different, people that I think, you know, I mean, like, well, it makes you understanding of some things, and then less understanding of other things, and that's just kind of like what we've talked about on this 
pod multiple times is like as you get older you just your view of things change and our view of different rom-com things change and then other dramas they change and yeah, yeah so i mean i think that applies to yeah anything we get older they stay the same age. <laughs> Elizabeth Banks. <laughs> so what, uh, should we send this dude home? Elizabeth Banks. I mean, oh. seriously, though. This movie's 2008. Yeah. We're in 2022. Elizabeth Banks looks exactly, exactly the same. The same. And, she, and they still try to make you think she's a freak <laughs> like she was in 40 old. And And honestly, uh, Isla Fisher, too, like, looks exactly, exactly the, same. the same. Yeah, she does. Rachel Weisz, same. Yep. Uh, yeah, let's let, let's let's send it. We we've done enough damage here. We we've uh, we've hurt his feelings and uh, probably mine, really, frankly. So, hi, Adam. Um, Adam, <laughs> thanks for coming by. Uh, we're we're you know I'm here for you. I'm still well, in on on your bye. next project. Uh, I'm not sure I convinced the Bevs guys though. <laughs> bye. <Bye-bye. laughs> this episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm-hmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. All right, we're back for shag, snag, body bag. So first up, we want to know what from this movie do you want to, you want it, you want it pretty bad, but, you know, you don't want to necessarily keep it around forever. I, I, I have an easy answer to this question, and it's uh, Nate's second favorite beer of all time. Nate, what, what beer is that? Dos Equis Lager. Dos Equis Lager makes 47 appearances in this movie. Does it really? Oh my god! I really I, there's didn't a Pacific. My it. wife was pissed. So so there's apparently, if you live in New York or Washington or wherever they are in 1992, you drink nothing but Mexican beer because he's drinking Dos Equis Lager almost through the entire movie. Then he moves to Pacifico and she's having a Corona. And it's then, not the Pacifico and Corona. I don't remember seeing the Dos Equis. Dude, Lager. and not only that, a lot of the storefronts, big Dos Equis, uh, uh, I, I almost felt like Dos Equis was a, uh, was a sponsor of this movie, and I kept pointing it out over and over and over again to where my wife got annoyed at me. <laughs> <laughs> Stop talking about Dos Equis. But, You're uh, drinking IP. But yeah, that's that's what I'm shagging from this movie. I just it just made me think of Nate every single time that uh, somebody <laughs> was holding that green uh, that green Dosakis with the two X's on it. Um, I'm gonna shag. I actually, I mean, okay, I know what I'm gonna snag. Okay, so I'm gonna shag Kevin Klein. This made me remember like that I really like Kevin Klein as an actor, and he's just, he's just a great actor. His his part is great, and I feel I could have given even maybe a little bit more. To the movie, I just thought it was a unique character. I even I feel like some tears even came up when he's in the hospital bed, almost when he's like talking about like, oh, you actually like love him, and him kind of realizing that he kind of fucked up a little bit, but he can't really help himself. And I just really dug Kevin Klein, seen him in the movie. He was kind of like a breath of fresh air, surrounded by such, uh, you know, the acting chops of a, of a young Ryan Reynolds. You know, how do you? How do you um, but, but yeah, Kevin Klein. That was my uh, shag. My, my question on that right now is, did all of you in college, did you have, uh, was there the rumors of the professor that might be like banging uh, uh, freshmen and sophomores? You never heard that? Definitely okay. so not. At my school, definitely there was uh, at least no. two professors I, I knew of that were allegedly uh, uh, getting the undergrads, getting down with the undergrads. Not that I remember, actually, no. High school. 
Oh, well, I just kept kidding. <laughs> That's even sketchier. Damn. We all know those stories, Scott. Um, but I actually, I knew a, a female professor. She was, she was pretty young and she, she was like just out of college and she was teaching a class. And I know that she was uh, getting down with the baseball player. So, all right. Yeah. Goes both ways, guys. There you go. Guys, girls, you know, yeah, whoever. Don't, don't be sexist about your uh, inappropriate relationships. <laughs> so my shag is uh, just the clever plot structure. Uh, it's it's a very interesting way to ta- tell the uh, the tale, to uh, tell it as like, okay, I'm going to make it a mystery for my daughter to try to solve, um, even as inappropriate as it ends up, uh, the fact that, you know, it's a cool little way to keep you guessing of, oh, well, who is he going to end up with? And, did you guess it, Brad? I did not, no. Neither did I. Um, I. I would say, I think, like you, I kind of assumed it was going to be April. Yeah. seemed like the one that that's kind of like going towards. Yep. I, I was surprised that Elizabeth Banks was like the one, because it was just like, she kind of just gets the short sa- shaft the entire time, and then it's like, oh, I was with her for 10 years and had a child. She literally gets the shaft from the roommate. <laughs> <laughs> and she does not get the shaft from uh, the other girl. Yeah. No, no, she does not. <laughs> So uh, yeah, that's my uh, clever plot structure. I like it. I like a movie that can can present something that maybe is an old style of a movie, a romantic comedy, and and do it in kind of a, a fresh new way, and kind of that's what it had going for it. So so I I, I think and and I I could be transporting you know or like I could be you know, misremembering, but my I think that this was the first time the opening of this movie was the first time I ever saw uh, like Bluetooth earbuds. Oh yeah, they're sick. I, don't, I right? didn't. I didn't even think they were. I didn't know they were a thing. Like you know, this before AirPods and any of that. And and these are particularly like sleek. tiny and yep. sleek. And 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 ever since I've kind of like fantasized about owning a pair. And you know, you can buy them for like forty dollars now, and I still don't own a pair. So I don't know how. I don't. Know you really don't. No, not not like that. Like the ones that go and disappear in your ear. Like I have oh. the like AirPods, which I hate the way they stick out. Like you think so? Yeah, it's fucking stupid. I think they look very sophisticated. I think they look stupid. Um, but uh, I, 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 I keep having teachers hate them, and I hate them, and I have a pair, and I hate them. Really? The AirPods. I mean, I hate the way they they look. Do you feel like they don't fit your ear ear holes? Yeah, my ear holes. I have giant. You and I have the same ears. I have this one ear that sticks way out, and I have relatively what what people believe. Are you if anybody says that? No, we've talked about it. Um, But but I have have what what I believe. But in fact, I think I have quite dainty ear holes. So high, high crack, dainty. So that's, so that's <laughs> and, and, a, and a long butt crack. He's got a long butt crack. I have a normal size butt crack, but <laughs> my ears are very similar to Nate's that they stick out, and my ear holes are smaller than the average bear, and uh, you know it really messes with my ear ear play game. Well, you know what I mean? Uh, so so I so anyway, I, the first time I ever saw this, I remember kind of being like, why do why why don't I have those, and why don't I just walk around all the time by ear play with, game? <laughs> you mean like like hearing game? <laughs> No, nah, bro. Okay. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I got you. Uh, I, so I'm sh- I'm gonna shag like walking around with tiny little earbuds uh, and listening to like a soundtrack of your life. Have you done that? No, and I want to do it more. I, I one of my questions was like, why do we not walk around and like listen to music that like you know like t- makes our life better all the time? My, my wife was having surgery during COVID, and I put in my earbuds and walked around Berkeley for like three hours while she was having surgery because they wouldn't let me sit in the hospital or do anything in the hospital. I, I was either sit in the car or walk around. And I put the earbuds in and walked around with the great soundtrack. It was super fun. Took a bunch of pictures of the college and stuff. It was a great time. Yeah, Can you share myself. any like a couple? Couple artists that you listen to? Oh, a couple oh, artists yeah. that I listened to. I was listening to uh, a band called Pine Grove. I was listening to uh, this guy Field Medic that I was talking to Scotch about today. That looks like a homeless kid that makes some really dope uh, folk music. 
Um, you never uh, went to like a podcast? It was music the entire time? It was music the entire time. Man. Delta Sleep. We should do that more. Ryan Reynolds Delta shows Sleep. you how good that looks. Delta Sleep's a British band, okay. like a British math rock band that has some super good melodies. <laughs> Did you just say math rock? Math rock. Is math that rock. like that's a thing? It's I, uh, I never heard of that. Are we talking like division and uh, it's different than or? Central Valley meth rock? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking like Tool, like people that they they will they'll switch uh, uh, different types of rhythms, different and... different time signatures, yeah. like cool uh, cool like uh, like uh, guitar like. Um, Finger tapping and stuff like that. Yeah, so, so it's not just like all like lyrics about derivatives and integrals. Okay, cool. All right. So. It's not about math. <laughs> Although that sounds dope, dude. They're a math rock band. Cool. Two plus two is you four. should hear their fucking Pythagorean theorem song. That's that insane, sick bro. as fuck. Hypotenuse. Hypotenuse. A A A. Cosine tan. All right. Well, let me let me get this out of the way. I'm gonna snag Ryan Reynolds. I know that, that Zach's not gonna love that. Pandering. But I I really dig Ryan Reynolds. It's just as a human being, he seems like a good dude. Like I I, I don't know too much about like if he's got any major controversies in his life. I know I think Brad. He, he's Canadian. He, oh, he no, got he got married on a plantation. I know that was the big the big issue that I saw when I kind of tried to like look up a little bit. That's got, really an issue. Yeah, that's he cool. got married on a plantation in South Can't Carolina. That's just yeah, which wasn't the best that thing. he didn't own or have anything to do with. He got married. I, there. I don't even think it matters. I just think it's not. It's just a bad. It's used for it's used for a bunch of rich celebrities. I mean, I agree. Like, I oh agree. yeah, they let's should... do the plantation wedding. Like, yeah, they probably should have thought about that. A little <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so he just seems like a good dude. Like somebody you'd want to hang with. Uh, he's he's created a a mobile company that seems like it tries to, like keep low rates to to make it accessible to people. And uh, I don't know, he he's used got to, his gin that he slings, and he used like to date dude. God. Yeah, he dated Lance Morissette. I mean, oh, yeah, that's. that's uh, I didn't know he's dated Sandra Bullock. Uh, was married to ScarJo? Like he's he's a lot Those of things. Like but he was really married to cool, ScarJo. Yeah, some really yeah. cool lady for like forty eight hours. Okay, cool. Uh, I want to snag. Um, I'm going to snag the the relationship between he and Isla Fisher. So like, I actually really. I know you guys sort of have a hard time with it, and and for you guys, I know some some of it is the the problem of it is like the way that it wraps up sort of feels forced. But I actually really like the interactions early, like some of the stuff. Um, Agreed. They're kind of banter when 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 they're first in the you know she's the sort of like you know the copy girl, and that stuff feels authentic and kind of fun. And then to me, right, even though you know there's sort of questionable uh, or maybe just downright problematic ethics. To, again, like the whole interaction where they go back to the apartment and she makes the comment, like, I'm glad we don't have to worry about any of this attraction stuff. And then they kiss and they kind of, you know, immediately pull back. Like that stuff all felt like kind of real and authentic. And to me, like the kind of thing that made made that relationship, even though later there's some like timeline issues and things that, that make you, you know, question whether or not it would go down that way or, you know, maybe me less than you. The early part of this made me believe that, like, they would both hold on to each other for a really long time. See, that, that I was just going to ask that. What that, That's the big question here is I feel like she's got enough spirit in her that he's kind of a boring dude. Like, I feel like she's just going to kind of, like, get bored with him. That, that well, they don't spend enough time to make you feel like like the connection that they had in the beginning. Does she see his abs at any point? Because we don't see <laughs> no. it as a viewer. No. Because I'm saying, like, if she sees the abs, then that's why she still around and she's still right. into it. But if she never sees the abs, I'm not sure she sticks around, right, guys? Hundred percent. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking deeper than that. <laughs> He's uh, thinking eight. You're thinking deeper than ab deep. Eight. I, I, I'm thinking, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> 
I don't know if it gets like, deeper did, than like, ab deep. In the dickle region. <laughs> if, she, if she gets on those abs, I mean, dick, who knows dick, what like, happens. Lo- lower. <laughs> the, the fucking dick root? I said but dick, but dickle. Hey, I you, said you, dickle. So you, you think they, they stay together? Like You think they're going to have that, I, uh, a healthy, happy relationship? Uh, I'm not necessarily saying that. I'm, I don't, I'm not even invested in that. For me, it's more about the fact that, like, the, for me, the love story isn't about, like, the, 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 like, the long-term happy ending. It's more that like it, it and again for me this is part of why I like the complication of it it's that i believe that these two people didn't like stop thinking about each other over a really long period of time and that they they like they came back to each other even after a decade um but they never feel, really spilt spent that much time together did they ever hook well, up well but okay so one of the things that i think is important that i really love as a device is that he talks about the fact they wrote to each other a lot and i think that that's something that like you know, is pretty powerful over a period of time. If you write a lot of letters, a lot of things with people, a lot of emails with somebody or whatever, right, you can really, really feel like connected and like you know somebody even if you're not there. And it was like pre-social media, right? Or like the uh, beginning of it. I mean, they talk about the beginning of internet. They had MySpace pages. But they're talking about writing letters. Yeah, but they're talking about writing letters. Yeah, 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 they're writing letters, postcards. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm my snag um, are the women in the movie that – carry old Reynolds on their shoulders, including old little Breslin. Banks is barely in it, so but I'll, I'll group her in there. But um I like the I like the grouping of the women in this movie. A young Abigail Breslin who is amazing a little Miss Sunshine. If you haven't seen it, go see it. Um, that's her coming out party. She's great in it. Um, I just I just watched uh uh the Zombie Land and she's she's good in that too. Yeah. She's solid. Yeah. She's a she's a great actor, and uh, I'm stepping on my streaming recommendation as far as Little Miss Sunshine. But um, yeah, the women um, Isla Fisher surprised me. Um, not that I didn't think that she had like chops, because I've only seen her in in Wedding Crashers and uh, um, oh my gosh, has she been in anything else? I I was thinking about that earlier. I was because because not to step on you, Nick, but I have literally the exact same thing. I said Isla Fisher. Why is she not a bigger star? Like what? I feel like she's great in this and Wedding Crashers. Is she in anything else that she bombs in? Or? She was she was recently in that movie uh, where uh, the 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 blonde girl from uh, who's the three dudes that you love? Uh, oh, workaholics. Workaholics. The the blonde chick yeah, from yeah, Workaholics, yeah. and she's like the, the fairy godmother. Uh-huh. And Isla Fisher's like a mom that's kind of like having it. She thought she was gonna have a fairy godmother, and then like she's like, and uh, now that she's like way beyond being like a, a girl. She has this fairy godmother that comes and helps her. It's Dude, crazy. I haven't seen that. It's silly. It's kind of fun. What's this, the Andy Samberg movie where he's like uh, a stunt, not a stunt man, but he's like. Hot Rod. Yeah, yeah. she's in Hot Rod. Okay, so sorry. She's in Hot Rod. I oh, mean, it's okay. a cheesy, corny thing, but I mean. I haven't seen that. She, it's not like she's like great in it. It's, it's supposed to be corny. But anyways, Isla Fisher surprises me in it. And uh, She spends her time hanging out with Sasha. Sasha Bear Cohen. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. having fun. Yeah, she's married to Borat. Which is pretty fucking wild. It but is. I think she's great in this yeah. movie, and I think she's great in Wedding Crashers, and it surprises me that she's not in more shit. I know. I, I 100% agree. So that was my snag. The women of uh, definitely, maybe. And, and 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 like I said, I just very quickly piggyback with uh, why is Isla Fisher not a bigger star? And the daughter totally, and I already talked about it, when she snuggles into those pillows and is like, hang on a second, Dad. <laughs> that shit made me think of my daughter, and that's what, that's that's my snag. The solid daughter moment. There you go. All right, so what are we body bagging, guys? Just let's try to keep it a one or two, okay? I mean, mine's really just, I, I don't like the fact that they don't get into the divorce. They they kind of just, like, wave it off like it's no big deal. He says, like, he she makes the comment early that, like, oh, I'm going to, like, hold you back or whatever. But when she when they get back together, 
he's not doing anything special. He's just he's already fucked up his political career and he's just kind of like hanging out. So what happened between them? Like they seem like they really liked each other when they re-met each other. So they have a kid, 10 years. Is she just like, he's just a piece of shit? I mean, like, what what would really happen here? He says, oh, I was working a bunch, and, like, I just kind of ignored or whatever. I hated my job. So he just became an asshole? Is that what it was? Well, they're just saying, like, you know, you don't know you're going to be part of the 47% that, you know, your marriage you know, your marriage doesn't work out. And they just gloss over all that. They gloss, they, they just go over. No explanations. No, no. Yeah, I, I wanted more explanation because, I mean, obviously they're involving the daughter. I mean, and, and they're trying to keep somewhat of a, a, a decent relationship mm-hmm. for so. like a really pro feminine movie. I feel like they spend a lot of the, or they, sp- they don't really explain anything. And it kind of just makes Elizabeth Banks character seem like a bitch the whole time. Yeah. Right? It makes like, it seem like it was probably her fault. Yeah. Which I'm like, <laughs> exactly. I, I, I want to know a little bit more detail here. Like, like he's kind of a piece of shit. He's a, he's in a shitty job. He's depressed. Like, is he on pills? Like what's going on here? But he's the main character. So we have to side <laughs> with him. <laughs> Yeah, so that's that's my my body bag. What do you got, Nikki? Um, same as same as Brad. Just the end, as far as just really not committing to one thing. To where by the end, they're trying to make you believe that it's the it's the father and daughter that you really need to care about, and because of the acting of Breslin, you care for a split second. Outside of that, you know, yet I just end up not caring as much thanks to Reynolds' acting. <laughs> Some, somehow I like the ending, but my my body bag is going to be, and I talked about it earlier, and it's just inexcusable. So, Ryan Reynolds in 1992, correct, Brad? That's the election season, yeah. Spring. So, January 11th, 1992, do you guys know what the number one song is in, uh, in the United States of America? It smells like Teen Spirit, and it's playing everywhere. Every fucking where. And this guy is supposed to be a human being that's like, who is this? You're so cool and alternative. Who is this cool band? And he like likes it. And he's supposed to like like it. So like he already likes the type of music. Yeah. He likes when it comes on. Who is this? That single hit in like September of of, of ninety one, I believe. And it so yeah, September twenty fourth, nineteen ninety one, the the album was released. Yeah. And by January 11th, 1992, so five months later, it was the uh, yeah, and I, the I, biggest album in the world. And I vividly remember my cousin at Christmas that year. In Christmas 91, she, like, showed me the album and played it for me, and I, like, it was totally trans- Dude. just a transformational moment. Like, I had the and by tape, then it, was like, it was the tape, right? Uh, had to be a tape. Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be. There's no tape. way she bought a record, but yeah, it had to be. A, I mean, there like were there were CDs by then. No, not in '91, bro. Yeah, '91 CD. I mean, people had CDs, but like it, a, it was, a kid's not going to have it. But I mean, a lot of adults had CD players at that. Point. Really, in '91? Yeah, yeah. I have, I, I have, or I have somewhere the Nevermind CD. When did? And when I did, bought it around that time. When did Hootie and the Blowfish come out? No, that's like three, four, yeah. five, something like that. That was the first CD I had. Okay, '94. Let her cry. <laughs> uh, I'm in a body bag. I, I I said it earlier, but I really hate the way that the uh, the Summer Hartley you know storyline, the the Rachel Weiss. I don't like the way that ends. Like, there's lots of lots of ways to end it, and in fact, in some ways, right, they give it to you. They tell you she's still in love with the professor. Yeah. Right. And, and, and so, why on earth that did they not have her like fall back in with him in some way or? just decide that like she just can't do the thing whatever right there's so many other ways that would have been less stupid and like forced and 
completely unrealistic. So I just I really hate that that they set it up that way because I think it's just not consistent with his character. And I thought it was right well, right in character. His <laughs> yeah, I know, but, the, but the, the dude dies, and so it's like she's like, "Hey, dude's dead." Like now I, I can mean, now I can I can on. focus on you. And he's like, yeah. "No, we know how this is gonna go." Yeah, which also like, I didn't like that either. What she's gonna go like hump his grave or something like what's what's going on here like what is she worried he's, about she's still got his ab uh his, <laughs> his ab strap on is it gonna be like a mcgruber but like that woman version <laughs> she's ghosting it up in the in the in the cemetery beautiful oh man wow okay wow wow, wow. What, what you got scott I, I i got a body bag oh yeah <clears throat> okay i like the body bag me <laughs> uh-uh. uh-uh and listen to you guys talk about this movie so there's something that I realized about myself. That <laughs> part of me broke. Let me let me let me get a little real. So like, honestly, most of my life listening to music, I've been very guilty of listening to a song and not listening to the words. Oh, that's wild. And oh, yeah, that's I'm, I'm I'm a very melodic listener. Yep. I'll, I'll hear a mm-hmm. song that's fucking beautiful. Uh, Suff Jan Stevens has this amazing song mm-hmm. about. John Wayne Gacy. Yeah. Oh, that dude. Yeah. Is the fucking most beautiful song you've ever fucking heard, but it's about John Wayne Gacy. Scott's speaking my language right, right. now. Yeah. Okay. Radiohead. And, Radiohead for me. I, I I know the lyrics to like three Radiohead songs, but I love so many of them. Right. And and it's like you, you gotta listen to the song and, he's talking about. Yeah. And and so you're like you'll you'll say, dude, check out this fucking song. The song's amazing, and not really know what you're listening to because you don't because I, I don't listen to the lyrics as closely as a lot of people do. And I feel that way about this movie. I think I just watched this movie and enjoyed it, but didn't really think about it. <laughs> Which, it's okay. <laughs> and it's That's okay. The best okay. Way. There's and, nothing wrong with that. And, and I did enjoy it, but now that you guys have analyzed it, I think I'm on team you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Nate. Uh, Nate, I'm, I let you no, down I, once again. I, I'm, I'm that way a lot. I am that way with music. And, and I'm a little that way with movies too, but I don't know that I, like, I don't think this will ruin, I mean, I see everything you're saying, but it's not going to ruin it for me, I don't think. Yeah. And I think part of that is because, like, I, I'm there for the – a lot of movies I'm really there for, like – and some Nick kind of said it. You know, it's a version of, like, you've watched it at a particular time. Yeah. Um, but I also think, you know, there are movies obviously I grow out of or that I change and don't like as well. But I think that a lot of this is, like, I don't I don't expect characters in movies to be perfect or all the things to be wrapped up in exactly, like, the most interesting ways. I just want movies to do certain things, and this one does certain things for me. Yeah. I mean to 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 misquote uh, Rick James, manic, <laughs> manic pixie dream girls are a hell of a drug. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I guess I guess I, I hear I hear what you're saying, Nate. I, I don't I don't expect my characters to be perfect, but at the same time, if they're going to be presented to me as the hero, like they're supposed to be in this movie, I guess I feel like. Yeah, I mean, and I want him to be that. I no, want no, him. and I, and I go back to the point. Like I, I, I'm totally there with you in the sense that the choices that make him less than heroic are careless rather than intentional. And so that for me is like a better. That's the knock, right? Like, but I don't. I, you know, I don't even need my heroes. I think you're absolutely right, though. What you said, careless rather than intentional. Whereas, like, this is like the first thought they had to make the resolution to the story or to to do whatever the character is. It's like, oh, he didn't leave it for her because he wanted to hang on to her. But it's like, no, you know what I mean. Once you once yeah. you dig into it the tiniest bit deeper, it's yeah. like a weird, right. it's like a weird thing, right? But I don't think that that was their intention. Is what is what you're saying, right? Yeah, I don't I don't think they were trying to make him complicated, right? Right per se, exactly. right? They were they were just not really 
you know, worrying about the the implications. A hundred percent. Well, and honestly, I think that's a thing on Reynolds, right? Is think about what character in, in any rom com that he's done, what character is kind of very deep. Yeah. No, I mean, it's he, extremely deep that Ryan Reynolds' character plays. There's not many, and whether that's a knock on his just how he comes off in movies right. or like a, a positive thing because, you know, you're going to take it for face yeah. value. It's going to be comedic in a lot of ways if you like him. Um, but if you start to try and like dig, yeah. that's probably why people come into to the movies wanting and expecting a little bit. Yeah. So. Nick mentioned Burt Kreischer earlier, the stand-up comedian that takes his shirt off and does, uh, does funny jokes. Uh, the movie Van Wilder based mm-hmm. on his life. Really? What? Yep. No, it is not. I swear to you. He went to Florida State for nine years. And uh, I didn't the movie know Van Wilder is, is, I mean, obviously there's ridiculous shit that happens in that movie, but yeah, yeah. the main, the character like is, is based on him. Oh my God. That's crazy. Yeah, That's wild bad. shit. All right. So we, what are we, we jumping into, uh, into cameo, right? Cameo. <laughs> oh, that's our new theme song. I like it. <laughs> hey, speaking of man, we gotta go over Scotch Beck's house. We gotta start recording some little, uh, some some of these bumpers. We need to get some of those down now that everybody's uh, healthy and happy. So, all right, cameo pricing. There's one person who was on cameo. I mean, there was a lot of people in this movie. There was only a few that were actually kind of like featured. I tried to go through some of them, especially like some of the friends that kind of work on the campaigns and stuff. I found one person on cameo. The roommate, the head guy, who's like, "That's my guy, that's my guy." I, yeah, I kind of thought it'd be like, like okay. "We're walking that dude." Like, yeah, we're walking, yeah. The, not that dude. Okay. A couple of the red herring brunettes that are in the very beginning that kind of, they kind of dangle out there, like, "Oh, this could be a love interest. This could be a love interest." I, is it the guy that sells them cigarettes in the? Uh, store? <laughs> I wish it would have been. No, I, I might have even looked up their names. I, I I probably didn't even look up their names, but actually, who it is is uh, the the candidate that he ro- works for. Yeah. Arthur oh. Robredo. 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 Uh, his the actor's name is Nestor uh, Nestor Serrano. He's been on some things. I mean, like he, mm-hmm. he's been a lot. Him. This is in in fact, this movie is not even like you know in the IMDb that like the yeah. top four things they've been in. This yeah. is not one yeah. of those top. What's four he got things. going for him? He's, um, he's been in quite a bit of stuff. His his top four known fours are The Day After Tomorrow. He Ooh. was uh, Gomez. Yeah. Bad Boys. He's Detective Sanchez. I think they're the ones that like talk shit to the bad boys quite right. a bit. Um, Secretariat, he was uh, Pancho Martin, mm-hmm. and then Active Valor, he was Walter Ross. So hmm. he's got some, uh, he's got some credentials less a, there. Less than a hundred dollars, though. How much are you paying for oh. Nestor Sorano? Good, Zach. Well, I was gonna say, what, what did we watch the other day? Where I was like, oh, it's got to be like one hundred fifty bucks, but it was like way lower. Uh, we all thought that uh, you guys were all thinking Jeff Anderson from, uh, from oh the guy from Clerks. Clerks dude was going to yeah. be way more. He was a lot cheaper than you thought. So this guy is equal to him. So I'm going sixty dollars. I'm going to say forty eight. Ooh, nice. Forty. Oh god, boy. Um, this is like I said. This movie's not even in his credits. He's been in a lot of stuff. Oh jeez, hundred dollars. What? Hundred dollars for Robredo? For Arthur Robredo. Guy didn't even stay in the race. Padding more of my cameo stats that mean nothing. <laughs> and uh, $700. Yeah, no, you'd be leading, I think, in, 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 <laughs> in, in meaningless, in meaningless uh, stats. $700. You'd be leading. 
seven hundred dollars for his business fee. So if you want to like get him to to shout out BVK, seven hundred bucks. I don't think we're gonna pay Nestor. No, seven hundred bucks. Unless we do, uh, what is it? Day after tomorrow? Is that what you said? He was in Day After Tomorrow. Pretty big role. But that's not the movie I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of the one where Tom Cruise wakes up over and over again. That's, that's not Day Edge after of Tomorrow. tomorrow. Edge yeah, tomorrow. fuck. All right, way better movie. Good. Yes, agreed. <laughs> but I that's it. That's that Cameo. Cameo's been letting us down a lot lately. Uh, Cameo, step your game up, man. Come on. Hmm. Ever since you have not hired BVK as like your official sponsor, I mean, it's gone downhill. Things have been, it's been struggling. It has. It's gone way downhill, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Streaming recommendations. Is that where we're at? That's where we are. Who's got them? I got them. Who, who you got? What do you guys got? I, I said it earlier. Little Miss Sunshine streaming on Prime Video. I think you might have to pay three ninety nine for it. Maybe not. But uh, two thousand six. You got Steve Carell, Alan Arkin, our girl from this movie, Abigail Breslin. Uh, Greg Kinnear. Greg Kinnear. That's what I couldn't think of. And then the mom from Sixth Sense. What is her name? I forgot what her name is. It's not like we, we're not on a movie podcast, so don't blame us for not knowing her <laughs> name. <laughs> Damn it. But it's a, it's a road trip movie. A family uh, um, takes a road trip for Abigail Breslin's character. She's joining kind of like a, a little miniature Miss America kind of pageant. And it's kind of like about their lives. Very, it gets it gets dark at times. Steve Carell's character, um, Steve Carell, Steve Carell is amazing in it. That's one of the first movies when I saw him really get your act his freaking yeah. nuts off. And uh, I was like, wow, he can do that. Yeah, an eye opener. So it's a it's a it's a fun watch. Not too dark, but dark enough to be like I just watched a, I just watched a drama. So good stuff. Go ahead, Brad. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I didn't necessarily appreciate this movie too much. Um, and I was trying to think of like all the different, like what, where, where am I going to go with this? And I decided one of my favorite, I guess you could call it almost a romantic comedy. And uh, it's better off dead. John Cusack. It's, <laughs> and I'm being such a dick here because this is not streaming anywhere. Can't even give away a, a YouTube link for it. Uh, I even searched for, I was like, Hey, can we get some of those illegal YouTube links? Um, check daily motion. There's a, a video site called Daily Motion. I think you can find it in two halves. So look for it. <laughs> Better off dead. Uh, it's it's a movie where a guy's trying to kind of like he's he's trying to manage like which girl do I want? He's got two girls to choose from. Um, that kind of same situation, but it's just a stupid fun movie. That's great. It's a classic of the eighties. If you've never seen it, you owe yourself to uh, watch it. Two dollars. Oh, I don't yeah. think I've so seen many it. so many things that, that that just go into that movie that are that are classic. Other, I just saw like what is I maybe my all time favorite meme of any sort the other day, and it's a it's it's a Price is Right. Uh, the picture of Price Right and the kid from there is on there and his bid is two dollars. He's and sitting behind like, the thing with his bike and yeah, in the bid right in front of his little thing, two dollars. So like cleverly perfect. I was like, so oh, I saw me post on that like this is the best thing I've ever seen or something <laughs> like that. And I was like, fuck, I don't get this reference. Oh, oh so you got to better off dead is worth watching. It's go to, absolutely worth it. It's really? so good. Not streaming anywhere, but go to daily motion and you can find it in two halves and ads are going to fuck you up, but you know, it's worth it. I'm going to go with uh, my favorite uh, Ryan Reynolds movie, which is the remake of the Amityville horror that is Ooh. on uh, HBO max. And it is not funny or entertaining or romantic comedy e at all. And uh, it's not the greatest horror movie ever, but it's a silly little romp that uh, I think you guys would like. And uh, Ryan Reynolds looks crazy hot in it. All right. Uh, I'm going to jump on Brad's bandwagon of recommending things you literally can't find anywhere to stream. Um, actually, I'm going to do two. So one is A Lot Like Love, which is a Aston Kutcher uh, movie that 
fits perfectly with this because you guys probably will hate it. Um, Brittany Murphy's in I, it. I've no, seen it. Ashton Kutcher and uh, and Amanda Peet. And oh. it's it's it, and it has a little bit of the same feel of like there's an overtime element to it, mm-hmm. where they kind of con- re- connect and reconnect over time, um, which I really I, and I actually you know might argue that that one's a better watch, certainly tighter and a little less complicated. But um, but anyway, so so that's a that's one that I would recommend. It says apparently on Just Watch the app, it says you literally can't stream it anywhere. So I have no idea what. To so you got to watch it on YouTube illegally. <laughs> So we'll just, post the just go dig through some of these DVDs and see yeah, we'll, have it. Okay. We'll post a link. Um but you can stream and I just because it has the same word in the title, always be my maybe, which is another wrong <laughs> comment. It is a Netflix original, so you can watch it on Netflix. And actually it's really it's funny and good and, and very like predictable rom com, but solid. Some some interesting things. The band that the, the main guy is in is like really funny and has some funny songs. And Keanu Reeves has one of the best cameos uh as himself in, in any rom com ever. So it's great. I'll say just because a couple of us uh, recommended things that aren't actually streaming, go to HBO Max, watch Zombieland. Abigail Breslin, uh, Breslin's in it. Yeah, she's awesome. And she's solid in it. So it's, it's a fun movie. Love that one. All right. So we are on to the final stretch here, alternate endings slash reshelf, where we either and or come up with an, we either come up with an alternate ending for the film um, or we take the movie from the genre it's in and we hop it on over to a different shelf in Bev's video store, um, maybe making it, I don't know, a horror movie, a, a drama. What do you guys got? Yeah, I, I got a reshelf. I, I threw this thing into a, it's just a dumb comedy. We're going to go just super dumb comedy in which uh, Will ends up getting on with the Clinton staff. He actually gets hired on to Clinton staff. He's working in the White House. So it's like, God damn, I got this job. It's so great. He keeps dating these girls in, 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 in ridiculously stupid ways. They keep getting fucked by President Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking great. He, he moves on from one and then he gets to the next one. He brings in the new girl and the same thing happens. And every time he asks Bill about it, his response is, he's like, did you fuck her, Bill? Well, definitely, maybe. I, 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 I don't know, Will. I fuck a lot of girls. And eventually, Will sets Clinton up, though, by hiring Monica Lewinsky. And in order to break the story, he, he clues Linda Tripp into it, and, and he just tears that whole shit down. And he gets him involved in the one of the biggest presidential scandals of all time. So he actually... He's the the head the, the the kingpin of that. I make sure and wash up after. <laughs> I washed up. Can you wash my balls, them. Monica? <laughs> so yeah, so that's my uh, reshelf. It's just a stupid comedy, but yeah, Bill Clinton just fucking all the girls. Oh, damn, we're fucking in the congressional lib- library. <laughs> <laughs> library. <laughs> oh. She's licking my balls in the library. <laughs> That, that sounds like <laughs> fucking Mayberry. I was like, going to say, that sounds like Gomer Pyle. Is that, is that, that Andy Griffith? Uh, yeah. uh, Jimmy Stewart? We're showing our age right now. Them girls. Do you get these references? Are you getting these references? Are you in our Target that, demo? It, 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 all of a sudden, it became a dirty version of Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, where he makes a speech on the Senate floor, takes Four. a break in the cloakroom to bang it out with him. <laughs> Uh, oh man i got a reshelf all right do let's it. do it horror movie Ooh, Ooh horror movie so what, he's telling no. he's telling in it. It. <laughs> <laughs> sorry oh god I won't, yeah i'm not I'm throwing the bait out there i'm not don't engage, I'm don't engage. Gonna bite. um so he's telling the story the same way you hear it 
but the flashbacks that he's telling his daughter, two out of three girls, he's he's murdering. Oh. <laughs> so like the first one, it doesn't oh, work out. He, like no. they break up, but no, he just she cheats on him. Well, well Patrick no. Bateman. So he doesn't he doesn't kill her for cheating on him. He tries to murder her. It doesn't and it doesn't work out. It shows like false it, it um, messed up attempts to get to kill uh, Elizabeth Banks because they end up together. But he ends up it doesn't work out with with. Rachel Weiss, Rachel Weiss, and uh, the other girl, and it just shows he's telling this nice, fluffy story, oh, okay. you know, joking around threesomes. But the flashbacks are the flashbacks are bad. him like are, are him murdering them for it not working out, and, and them uh, turning him down. And at the end, you've seen what happens. She runs to her mom. She had just got done serving him divorce papers, and they just looks at him, looking at her, and then it just like, and then it cuts the credits. Oh, you know what's and you know and you know what's gonna come. I love that. At the end when it goes, dun dun. Is that the law and it's order? It's the law and order. Dun dun. Oh, that's solid, though. I like that. I, I dig that. All right. Anyone else? Anyone? I, I got nothing. That was fucking spectacular, guys. <laughs> All right. Well, that's that's another one. Uh, that, that's another Bev's Video Kingdom for you. Not the most popular movie on Bev's, but a fun discussion anyway. Anybody? I didn't dislike it. it. No, good good pick. I mean, yeah. I was, yeah. I mean, we used to we used to talk sometimes back in the day in like the old garage tapes of like, will we watch this again? And I just, I don't see myself. Oh yeah, we used to ask everybody if they would watch this again. I'll Did you wa- watch it again. I'll watch it multiple more times. Nikki, nope. Yeah, I probably won't either. <laughs> <laughs> but not for watch any it other for us, reason. Nate. Watch, Sorry, it, watch mean, it for us, Nate. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll, I'll you know I'll watch it one time for each of you. <laughs> not back for any back. other reason but it's just like would I watch this again or could I watch the butterfly effect for the 47th time <laughs> Jesus God. I mean come those on those are your two options serious <laughs> I'll serious watch this one again then <laughs> <laughs> alright uh, we're wrapping up we'll see you on Thursday for our draft which is the most memorable movie gifts hey and, and we've seen a spike in listeners so if you're a new listener get onto your iPhone and go to your iPhone app and click on subscribe to our thing click the little check mark that is truth yeah just subscribe and you know tell tell a couple friends say maybe hey. maybe your review brad hit us up on the facebook we've had a lot of fun communications with our uh, a lot of you guys you guys out there it's been fun times so. and, and a shout out to some people some folks that are uh, friends uh um courtney jackson who's a friend of uh, my wife's from way back from college is apparently a rabid listener. She was like concerned the other day because there was uh, some sickness running around and and was worried that I might not not be able to be on the pod. And she, you know, that she was like, "Wait, is there not going to be a pod this week?" So she was she was like, yeah, "This was her first thought." So and you're like, "Diarrhea won't stop us, bro." <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, so so uh, CJ, glad you're listening. Uh, and and of course we've had Katie and Katie and Tony who are our, our listeners out in Maryland. One of the OGs, Joe Paulson, who has a mail order rides, was like thinking about it. So maybe someday we'll get a little partnership with Mail Order Rides, which is a skateboard company that he has. We were talking briefly about about Joe's little brother earlier, Bobby Paulson, and yeah. that dude used to call me, and I would answer the phone, and he'd be like, "What's up? What you doing?" I'm like, "Nothing. What are you doing?" He's like, "I'm pooping," <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be like, "You're what?" And he's like, "Yeah, just I'm pooping." So I figured I'd call you, and this was like before cell phones. He was just like on the house phone, pooping, <laughs> eating potato chips, just, and trying to talk to me on the phone. Train it, train for talk. His name Spinter. was Bobby Paulson. 
Bro. His, his name, name is Robert, Robert Paulson. Paulson. Legitimately. His name. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Meatloaf. <laughs> oh, that's true. Damn. <laughs> that's recent. Uh, but Joey is one of the most positive dudes we know. And and shout out to Joey for sure for being a, a, a good listener. Anyway, so thanks, everybody, for listening. Tell a friend. Text somebody that you think might like us and, and send them our link and tell them to check us out. Wash your hands. Wash them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you on Thursday. Bye-bye. Start